Hey, Ryan, I found the Dragon Balls. And... I'm going to use them to bring James in the final form. That's kind of pointless. Too late, Donut. <laughs> And uh, welcome to the season finale for Final Form. Yeah, we, we got all the way to the finale. And uh, you just wasted perfectly good Dragon Balls on someone I could have called on Skype. Yeah, it was really cool, though. Hey, James, how does it feel to be summoned by Dragon Balls? Like, what, what is the physical feeling of that? It feels like being dragged out of bed when you have a head cold. Hmm. Would not have guessed. Oh... <laughs> uh, so yeah, welcome to Final Form. Uh, special guest for today, my co-host of Jedi Dropouts, James Moss. What up, what up, what up, what up? We've been meaning to have you on the show for a while, but you don't watch that, mu that much anime, so we kind of had to wait for something like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking I, of... I've tried a few animes, but I just... I don't get hooked very easily. No, that's fair. And there's just... So much, there's just so much on my plate that I'm trying to watch all the time that it's like I could watch this anime that's kind of dragging things out a little bit, or I could watch this movie that I want to talk about. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of dragging things out, pun intended, uh, we're going to talk about Dragon Ball Z finally. Yep. Yeah, the big big anime. Yeah, uh, biggest one we've talked about, right? Pretty like, much, yeah. I mean, technically Pokemon is a bigger franchise, but it stems from the video games, in my opinion, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Biggest... Well, to be fair, they're using Dragon Ball to represent Japan at the Olympics, so that kind of tells you what Japan <laughs> thinks of Dragon Ball. That's true. That's true. Um, so, first off, when did everybody here start watching Dragon Ball Z? Whenever it first started airing on YTV. Yeah. Like, do you remember when you hopped in? You hop in from the get-go? Like, did you watch Dragon Ball beforehand? Oh, God. No, I didn't even know what the hell Dragon I, Ball was. Well, I watched Dragon Ball. Did you? Before Dragon Ball Z, yeah. Cool. I did not know that. Uh, I don't know shit about the original Dragon Ball. Oh, I've gone back and watched it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm, I'm like... Now, that being said, I haven't watched Dragon Ball since it was airing on... Uh, YTV when I was a child. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I haven't gone back and watched it. I mean, Dragon Ball versus Dragon Ball Z, it's basically comedy action versus action action. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing about both series is the creator, uh, Kira Toriyama, he loves to buck trends. <laughs> yeah, he does. He also loves to cut corners. A lot. He, uh, it, what was interesting going back and, and kind of researching this a little bit is Dragon Ball is what he wanted to make. Yep. Dragon Ball Z is what he was kind of forced to make when they realized how much money was in this thing. Yep. And the story of Dragon Ball Z is so much funnier looking back and, and thinking like, oh, he, this is him just trying to end the show constantly. <laughs> constantly fighting with his editors every step of the way. Every, like... My favorite character is one of the villains from the one that the Cell side, Cell himself. Yeah. He had to constantly fight, and Cell was basically an asshole. 
Yeah. Because, oh, I, his ear, I don't like these villains. Make new ones. Oh, those are just punk kids. I don't like those. Oh, that's just a bug man. Make him transform. Oh, it's even hideous. Make him to his final <laughs> form. Um, but at the same time, he also has great ideas. Like, Frieza is based off all the Western movies that scare him, like the Alien series. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. But he's also based off Land Sharks, which were a terrible thing in Japan <laughs> in the 80s, which fucked people over, ruining their lives, destroying basically world in a sense, and then he made a villain based off that. Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah! That's the height of creativity and weird ass balls. Yeah. Uh, James, speaking of favorite characters, do you have a favorite villain or a certain character that uh, grabbed you from Dragon Ball Z? Uh, I didn't have any that grabbed me. I had a few that touched me inappropriately, but... <laughs> Jesus Christ. That definitely sounds like the Ginyu Force. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's begun already. Uh, okay. <laughs> I kind of thought this is what we are getting into here today. Yeah, that's a surprise. Um, so, uh, not that... Okay, you, you don't watch a whole lot of anime, so I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say you haven't really read any of the manga either, right? No. Have you read any of the manga? Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, any of it? A little bit, but not enough to actually say... I like, I don't own any of this. Okay. So I've only okay. ever read it in stores. Like, oh, I will buy... Th- no. no, I don't have I don't have 30 bucks. Oh, and, and I'll, I'll correct myself right now, because I'm sure someone listening is going to be like, but actually, okay, I know there there's no Dragon Ball Z manga. The Dragon Ball Z storyline is a continuation of the Dragon Ball manga. I know that. Okay. It's just a branding <laughs> thing for the anime. Yeah, yeah. They, they just made it a different series, because it's a fucking different genre altogether. And he, they named it Z because they want Kiritano wanted to be final. Nothing comes yeah. after Z. Yeah, it's Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't watched any Super yet. I like Super. It's a lot funnier than Z. Okay. It's the a good blend between the two extremes of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, which Dragon Ball GT tried to be but missed a lot of things, mm. such as. Giving a better reason to fight the enemy of the week rather than he is just big and strong. Mm. Grr. Is it as funny as abridged? No. <laughs> God, I love the abridged series. And it's funny because, like, um, I feel like that is one of the earliest memories I have of our adult friendship, James, is you showing me clips and clips from Dragon Ball Z abridged constantly. Yep. I can't look back at Napa now without thinking of a bridge Napa. I know, right? And, and like, I don't know that much of bridge. I just know what James has showed me through clips and and constantly fucking quoting it. Oh, I quote <laughs> it all the time. I watched every. I I was supposed to try and rewatch this the Vegeta saga for this episode. I just watched the Abridged series. Yeah, that's fair. Um, because I I can't go back to anything before Frieza because the Abridged series is just so much more. Okay. Well, it, one thing, it actually abridges a lot of the fluff. Yeah. I mean, the first episode of Dragon Ball Z opens with Gohan wandering <clears> in the woods and getting lost. Mm. That's the entire episode. <laughs> That's not entertaining. No. Um, so, we we have addressed the fact that we all were sold on, on, on uh, their attempt to market this show to children and, and like create a show that was basically just selling toys. Not that that ever happened before um <laughs> but how much how much did it work did you guys buy any of the action figures growing up was like did yep. you guys have like 
t-shirts and any like, I, I'm literally wearing a Piccolo t-shirt I know t-shirt. I see that I'm but wearing like, my big green threads but like growing up as a kid in the 90s how much Dragon Ball merch did you have Ooh. Yeah. I had one one piece you had one what I, I had a Piccolo action figure oh yeah let's see I had a lot actually I had, you know, fighters, Dragon Ball fighters that would shoot beams out of their hands. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. An exploding regeneration chamber. Shit. Uh, you were decked out. I was decked out. I was <laughs> that, is, that doesn't surprise me, seeing as, like, your collection today. Yes. Yeah. But I was at that right age. I'm a little bit younger than you guys. Yeah. And I can distinctly remember grabbing the old Sears catalog and mm. circling the Dragon Ball Z figures yeah. for, I want Santa to give me these and these and these. <laughs> um... I, I also only had the one Dragon Ball Z figure. I don't really know why. It was just the one, but I had the Super Saiyan Goku. And he had, like, um, like the shirt could un- unlatch and come off. Yep. Which was like, oh, yeah, the next phase of the battle, right? Yep. Um, it was fun. Uh, I enjoyed that stuff, I gotta say. And Goku I'm, goes through a fortune on orange ugly geese. Yeah, he does. Um... It's it's funny that so many shows, especially in the '90s, because the '90s was prime time for it, oh, yeah. uh, were just a ploy to sell action figures. But they were just so fucking good. Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, well, Power Rangers kind <laughs> doesn't hold up. No, but, it does not. Um, Beast Wars holds up. Yeah, like yeah no yeah. one's bis- reboot holds up like no one's bis- exactly. That's, yeah. not, that's a show I never had figures for. Was reboot. I actually had a, a reboot action figure collection. First fucking tangent of the day. I had like. I had Megatron, I had Enzo, I had a Bob, I had Frisket, I had a fucking ton of them. If you had a Matrix figure, I would have been so jealous. I did not. Oh. But my friend did, and we had, like, you know, we'd bring our collections together to play the full set, right? Obviously, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should probably talk about what the show is, I guess. <coughs> but, I mean, do we really need to get into, it's, like... It's pretty much synonymous with, like... When someone says comic book, most people think of Batman. So yeah. You don't really have to explain Batman. No. So when you say anime, most people, even the most casual people, have seen Dragon Balls. Yeah. James Moss would probably be the most casual guest we've had here. For. Yeah, like, and that's the thing too. Like, like, uh, like you said, James, you don't you don't watch any anime at all. But Dragon Ball Z is not just something you've heard of or seen. Like, you fucking. This this is a, a big big one for you. Yeah. Um. I believe we were discussing like last month or the month before uh, a tattoo you were even talking about getting with this show. If I believe. Yeah. <clears throat> Never got it yet though. Yeah. Well, what was it gonna be? Um, I was thinking about getting a tattoo of Tien from Cell Saga. Oh yeah, yeah. Where his muscles were ginormous. <laughs> I've just always loved that um, episode where Tien practically sacrifices himself to let the androids get away. Yeah, that by is by just repeatedly tri beaming Cell just down into the dirt. Yeah, that was intense. I remember as a kid watching that scene terrified of Tien's life because you know everyone else was like he, he can't live he's not that takes so much effort and he's like no he's just firing away like some sort of crazed mm. maniac 
Yeah, um, I feel like everybody has that that moment. Yeah. Um, of uh, when when you first discover the show as a kid, and you're like, "This is kind of weird. I don't know what's happening." And then the second shit starts to go down, and you see how violent the show can get. Yes. It it that's definitely. I mean, especially with how extreme everything was in the '90s, it was just kind of like this raw. Yeah thing that was so different than everything else on TV. But I love the Ocean Dubs original version of it where nobody died. They went to the next dimension. Yeah, yeah. There but go. they also changed Hell to the home for infinite losers. Hiffle. Yeah. yeah but the thing yeah. is, the fan base has lashed on to Hiffle. <laughs> it's just yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I like the idea of Hell being the home for infinite losers. Just... Hey Hitler, you're an, you're an infinite loser forever and ever and ever loser. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the kind of thing I would do if I was you know God. I know, I know, I love it. Um, I'm kind of a little removed from some of the original dubbing and stuff because I've been watching Kai. Oh yeah, Kai. When, when I went back, Kai. Uh, uh, for those who don't know, because actually a lot of people didn't know, Kai is basically a redone of Dragon Ball Z where they fixed a few edits, and they cut out a lot of the fluff. And by cut out a lot of the fluff, it's like, they cut out like a hundred episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I think they cut out like 30 episodes of Frieza versus Goku. Yeah, I believe that. I think that's still the record holder for longest fight in anything. Yeah. Um, that's the longest five minutes. It, it's, it's good. I gotta say, I'm enjoying Kai. It's just, it's paced better. Yeah. Well, the thing about Dragon Ball Z is Akira Toriyama was drawing the manga and they were right... They were nipping at his heels the entire time. Yeah. And uh, Super Saiyan actually was one of his ways of saving himself five minutes. Because yeah. he had to hand shade Goku's black hair in the manga. Yeah. I, Let's I, just make it blonde. I don't, I don't have to shade anything. And, and that's, that's what I meant earlier when I say like... Uh, him trying to find his way out of things constantly in the show, and that, like, uh, in in this series, it's that's where you see the changes that are made. But then he drew Cell and has to draw those squares every single time, and he hates them. Yeah, it's like, oh, I saved myself five minutes. <laughs> I just doomed myself for fifteen more. Didn't the creator of Naruto do that? Like, that's why he got rid of. Uh, why he changed the headband or something like that? I have no idea. There was I, I remember reading that somewhere as well. I would not be surprised, but a lot of. Uh, manga creators have these great ideas and then their show their manga gets turned to an anime and they're like hey what's the next issue we're already up to that up that arc <laughs> but I haven't started drawing yet I've got Carpal Tunnel it's almost like you guys have like 70 or 80 people drawing the anime um okay here's a question does anyone have a preferred theme song intro music Rock the Dragon yeah yeah. James? Um. Because there's. Not really. Yeah. There's a. Theme song was always just like my chance to. It's like, okay, the show's about to start. Time to go grab my food. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that, fair that, enough. Yeah. I prefer the Funimation Bruce Faulkner soundtrack for Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Because it had more action to it, I felt. Yeah. It looped a lot. Like he only made like two minutes of song, and then he had to play that song for five or six minute fights. Yeah, but he did it on a shoestring budget. 
Mm. And a lot of it was because they couldn't license the Japanese soundtrack because for some reason that was on a different mm. licensing yeah. deal. The, the, all the licensing with with Dragon Ball is weird. Yeah, but there's one scene. My, one of my favorite things ever is Gohan versus Cell. Okay. In the Japanese, they play this vocal song. There's never a vocal song in any other fight in the entire series. Yeah. And the song basically translates to "You are the Messiah." Okay. Unleash your butt. It's basically like, okay, beat us over the head. Yeah. Faulkner did this haunting piano song of Gohan going mad. Yeah. And I love it. And I nice. can't stand the, you are the Messiah. I'm like, yeah, thanks. <coughs> that would be like, if, if they did a Superman movie and they play a song like, you know. Yeah. Like, like what if God was one of us? Yeah, they played that when Superman slowly descended to save the day. You're like, wow, that's pretentious enough as a uh, Kent. Yeah. Um, like, that would be something better for, like, Deadpool do. Yeah, yeah, it would make sense more. Um, Rock the Dragon is definitely the most nostalgic for me. But the theme song, uh, the intro for, for Kai, is kind of growing on me a little bit. Like, I kind of like... I think it's Dragon Soul? Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. I'm it's, just... it's catchy. It's upbeat. It's and and my my one thing I really enjoy. I forget exactly which one is on the the Blu-rays. I have some of the Blu-rays mm. of the original, and when I went back to watch it, I couldn't do it because the intros to each episode are too fucking long. Yeah, they're like dragged out and they're unskippable. Yep. And what? I was something like, in Dragon Ball dragged out. What? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I guess it was fitting. It, it, that that is very fitting. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But every time it would start, I just feel like, okay, well, I'm gonna go find another task to do while I wait for this fucking show to start. Yeah, you don't you don't want to start doing your ta- taxes for an opening song. Hey no. Ryan. Yeah. How many stands does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. One, but it takes 13 episodes and Krillin dies. <laughs> I love that joke. Uh, that there we a, go. That is a classic. There we go. Yeah. That, and that, I think that's part of the Dragon Ball legacy, right? Like, yeah. Like, I'm enjoying Kai, and I recommend Kai, but if you've never seen Dragon Ball Z, don't start with Kai, because you're not getting the authentic experience. No. Start with the original, and yeah. don't make plans. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I would argue different um i would tell people to go back and watch kai because i think uh if they had to start like we did Mm. with everything long and dragged out and everything they might not be able to stick with it good point but to be fair we had to stop how many times did they repeat the to the ginyu force then start back over yeah like we went through that for months (laughs) okay okay here here's the here's the the meat halfway if you're going to go back and watch it, Kai is probably your best bet to actually enjoy it and watch it. But you should check out some of the original just to get a real feel for what the show was on the, its own. the original had some amazingly bad ideas. Like, Goku and Piccolo learned to drive. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I don't think that's, I don't think that's in Kai. And it's one of my favorite no, episodes ever because it's just stupid. Yeah, I don't think that is in Kai. I I don't I've, I haven't got that pair yet. I have, um, but I will admit there are some really dumb ideas he had, like the fake Namek saga, where they're trying yeah. to fight a Namek and they land on a planet of alien shapeshifter who can read minds, and they try to fake Namek so they can steal their ship, and that just lasts for like two or three episodes, and you're just like, 
When are we going to get the fireworks factory? Yeah. Um, what else? What else we? What else to talk about? I mean, well, there's Dragon like a fucking. It's it's such a big topic. There's, uh, t- technically thirteen to fourteen movies. Yeah, I have never seen a Dragon Ball Z movie. If you were going to see any of the movies, I would recommend um, the first one, uh, Dead Zone. Okay. Because that one's basically the bridge between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Uh, if you want one for just pure good quality, uh, World's Strongest was the second movie. Yeah. Um, if you want a shorter version of the Frieza saga, Revenge of Cooler, which is one of my favorite ones. Okay. If you want uh, a big hulking bruiser that's just there for action, Super 13. Mm. If you want to see the worst movies, like this is the worst part of Dragon Ball, any of the Broly movies. Speaking of which, there's a fourth Broly movie coming out now. I don't care for it. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you want to see, the last two good ones are Fusion Reborn, which gives us some amazing fights, mm. and I uh, can't remember it now, Wrath of the Dragon? Okay. The last one before Battle of the Gods. Battle of the Gods was the step between Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super. Okay. And it introduced one of my favorite characters, uh, the god, Lord Beerus, the god of destruction. Mm. And I recommend... Watching the movie, not the super retelling of the fight with Beerus, because uh, they drag out that fight. Yeah, yeah. Rather than be a good thirty-minute fight in the movie, it's a fifty to sixty-minute fight when you put all the episodes together. Oh, okay. With the standard Dragon Ball Z of people over-explaining shit that did need to be over-explained. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing. Rewatching the original Dragon Ball Z, there are so many cutaways to people going. <gasps> Yeah, there are. Uh, one second, though. Uh, James, have you seen any of the Dragon Ball Z movies, or you got any any insight on any of that? I've seen... Well, I have uh, Resurrection F and Battle of the Gods here on Blu-ray. Um, I've seen a couple of the older ones before that. But I can't remember exactly which ones. I remember YTV aired them a few times. Okay. Um, well, the, uh, the next question, because Mitchell, you're you're adamantly against Broly. Yeah. I have no, I have nothing to say about Broly because I don't know. I've never seen any Broly. James, are, are you a Broly defender or do you give a shit? <laughs> I'm kind of indifferent. Yeah. About Broly. Just kind of there. Um, yeah. Broly, I could just kind of take him or leave him. I just dislike him because I play a lot of the video games and he's usually considered the hottest shit in them. Oh, uh, okay. But there are characters who did his shtick before him more interestingly, in my opinion. Okay. The aforementioned Super 13 I found much more interesting. Alright. Yeah. Then again, that movie contains a purple dwarf uh, robot. Okay. Who has a drinking problem. Sure. Why not? Like like you would, right? Um, that's another one. Video games. Oh yeah, there are like it. We're gonna have to come back to Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z at some point. Maybe maybe next year. I could definitely give you like a top ten Dragon Ball Z games I've played. A top ten? Yes. Jesus. And I can give you a bottom five. Like these are games that are so hot, flaming garbage. I don't even recommend them for like a laugh. I've never like I've I played. Uh, 
is it perhaps Fighters or Fighter Z? Fighters. Fighters. Yeah, I play, I play Fighters with you, and I think that's most of my experience with Dragon That Ball actually games. would be in my, like, top three. Yeah? Yep. There's a lot for the, the... The funny thing is about Dragon Ball is the most common type of Dragon Ball game out there are card games for the, the Game Boy Advance and the Nintendo. And I, because Japan. Because Japan. Yeah. That's exactly why. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I think this is the way to do it. Uh, I think we should each just maybe take a minute and just, just talk about what it is that is so great about... This show, this sure. franchise, and, and what exactly w- it is that has drawn us into this. Sounds good to me. Um, who wants to who wants to go with this? Um, I can go first if you guys want. Sure. Uh, there is a, a scene near the end of Dragon Ball Z that actually helped me conquer through my depression. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's when Goku is fighting Kid Buu and Vegeta just has to watch on the sideline. And Vegeta's admitting that his pride's gotten him nowhere, but it's still basically what he's... His pride's still important to him. And at that point in my life, I had just found out I was... Well, I have a learning disability. Hmm. And I was always trying to be better than I was, and I had to realize there are limits. And to see someone like Vegeta, who up until that point has never admitted he has flaws, (laughs) admit that, yeah... I'm Goku's outshining me. Yeah. And I'm okay with that right now. To see someone like that, like Vegeta do that, kind of made me feel better about admitting that, okay, I can never do this. Yeah. So I've always had a soft spot for Vegeta after that. Before that, I wasn't too crazy about Vegeta. No? He just always seemed to fuck things up. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, The only other thing that really matters to me is, one reason why I like Cell so much is he was so crafty and determined to get what he wanted and when he got it most things when fictional stories happen, when a character gets what they want they usually get depressed yeah so they decide to throw throw games for fun yeah that's pretty healthy yeah although it did intend with the blowing up the universe not not what he was going to do was healthy but how he handled things was healthy yeah yeah that's fair that's gonna be hard to that's gonna be hard to follow yeah. <laughs> James, you got anything to say about Dragon Ball Z here? Um, <clears throat> kind of like how Mitchell said, like, um, it, like, when he was dealing with depression and stuff like that, he kind of referenced Dragon Ball Z and reflected on Dragon Ball Z. I remember the first time I ever went and saw like a counselor of any kind because I was in the 8th grade when I told my parents like you know I was you know getting shit on at school a bit and was feeling depressed and stuff like that so mom took me to see a counselor and I still remember like this counselor saying like you know if you could be like any character real or fiction like you know, who would you be? And I said Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. I I didn't care about looking different and having the green skin and everything like that. It's just like I looked at Piccolo as being like he was strong, he was fast, like he was stoic. Like Piccolo was like the kind of 
character I wanted to be. Like, shit didn't get under his skin that easily. Like, he just kind of, like, shrugged everything off. Like, he wasn't intimidated by people. And so I was just kind of like, yeah, like, that's what I want. And, yeah. That's pretty deep, too. Yeah. Fuck you guys for making me have to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't have any uh, deep emotional connection with Dragon Ball Z. I just think it's really fucking rad, man. <laughs> and that's totally cool. <laughs> no, I, I think... No, it, it's not. It's not cool. No? Get on our level or get out. <laughs> it's my house. <laughs> no, it's mine now. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, but but no, I think that is probably the coolest thing about Dragon Ball Z. It, is, it, it, can, it can have this deeper uh, secondary meaning. Like, it can hit someone emotionally. It, someone can, you can look up to a character. Or you can just turn it on watch some cool fights and say fuck yeah go super saiyan there's and and it's it's so accessible to so many people like five-year-olds to 50-year-olds no matter the gender no matter the race you can fucking love dragon ball and people do it's one of the like one of the biggest fandoms worldwide it has to be yeah for a lot of very different reasons um a lot of shirtless men for a while did certainly attract some uh, the female fans yeah, and that's great. Yeah, I actually had a lot of I, I had a lot of longtime friends who they their first crushes were like trunks. Yeah, I mean that, and you know what? For anime fans, for especially for females, that is earned because <laughs> there's quite enough on the other side. There is, there's right too much. Um, that is my only legit complaint with Dragon Ball you're, you're, is Akira Toriyama has a habit of introducing strong female character, put a baby in the oven. You're on the back seat now. Yeah, not a lot of... They're, they fixed that in Super, though, where okay. Android 18, she she is a mother, but then she is still one of Earth's strongest fighters, and she and her brother have this big yeah. moment in Super. I haven't seen yet. People, The internet exploded about it for a while. I'm like, they, you, I want to see this, but the dub's not caught up yet. You can do both. Why not? But that was just a, a habit of his. Like, yeah. I don't even think he... He tends to repeat ideas without realizing, oh shit, I already did that. Yeah. Because he forgets things. Like, yeah. he completely forgot about the character Launch, who had this big crush on Tien. And the only reason why they're not together at the end is he forgot about Launch. But you you can't blame him, because when, uh, when you look at other big anime productions, you've got... The creators and the artists and the writers and like this whole studio, this whole slew of people yep. with assistants of their own working yep. on this. And this was basically Toriyama and like maybe one or two assistants at the most. Who mostly just shaded things. Yeah. Like this was an insanely small production. And we have to remember that he also was getting burnt out before he even started. Yeah. <laughs> if you're burnt out, how do you remember the small details? No, exactly. But that did lead him to come up with unique ideas and solutions where he was like, yeah. oh, you already introduced this. It could be reused later. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. So we have a new new solution. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a pretty good chat about Dragon Ball Z. Um, we're not going to go too long on this episode. It's Dragon Ball Z. We, it, we could either <laughs> stretch this out to be... Yeah. 
or we come back to it in places. Yeah, but one thing we like to do on Final Form is, uh, as of as we've been trying to do... I actually have a question for this episode. Oh, I do too. Damn it. We All both right. have a question. All right. Well, you, you, it's your house for now. You okay. go first. Okay. Um, so, I thought this would be a great time to finally answer a question that, James, you've been asking everyone for like half a year. Um, could Goku beat Batman in a fight? <laughs> And we've never got around to actually trying to s- solve that. Well, uh, I would bet on Batman. Could Goku beat Batman? Yes. Could Batman beat Goku? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Batman could beat Goku by poisoning his food. That's the only solution I got besides, I don't know, him going to the hyperbolic time chamber and learning the Dragon Ball Z fighting techniques. Like, yeah. being a more badass TN. I can't believe I got it backwards. <laughs> Could Goku beat Could Batman? Could Goku beat Batman? <laughs> is that there, is the ultimate question. Can you imagine, in some strange parallel universe, by some means imaginable, could Goku possibly beat a guy in a suit? I mean, Goku <laughs> only has the ability to instantly teleport around the universe, and he has a Kamehameha capable of leveling you know, universes. Batman has a butler, though. I know. Right? He'll buttle the shit out of you. Um, <laughs> James, you've been asking everybody this question. I want I want to hear your take on this. I want to hear how you think Batman could possibly beat Goku. See, when Batman beat Superman, yeah. he exploited Superman's kryptonite. Yeah. Kryptonite. Yeah. Like <laughs> that, that, is, that is how that sentence works, yes. Yeah. Like, Kryptonite has become synonymous with being like Superman's one weakness to the point where the term Kryptonite has kind of replaced Achilles heel. Yeah, it has. And that's what Batman had to exploit in order to beat Superman. Now, Goku is comparable to Superman strength and power wise Goku doesn't have like he doesn't have a kryptonite if I had to say any reason why this fight would be even remotely close is because if Goku knows that someone isn't on his level strength wise He's not going to fight them, or at least not even... He's just going to use, like, a minuscule fraction of his power. Because he's, like, looking at Batman, and he's like, you are nowhere near as strong as me, and I could kill you with a single blow, so I'm not going to do it. Goku doesn't like to fight people who are too weak. So, I really, like... Unless Goku's going to hold back for that reason, and Batman's going to find some way to, like, poison him or something like that, like, exploit Goku's compassion, I really have no idea how Batman could take this. Yeah. It's pretty much, yeah. That's fair enough. I mean, Goku is famous for running his guard down in situations he really shouldn't. And, I mean, Batman would take advantage of that. But how would he take advantage of it? Like, mm. seriously, the only thing I can think of is poisoning Goku's food with some sort of <laughs> neurotoxin that makes him as weak as a kitten. 
Yeah, he does look weak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goku will let his guard down for food. He'll also let his guard down when he thinks he's won. Mm. Or even in the middle of a fight when he's like, Oh, I'm safe. There's no one besides the one person I'm fighting who could interrupt this fight. Guy shit snipes him from behind. Yeah. Um, it's not so much that but I... Look at, well, look at Goku's reflexes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, if he senses, like, Batman's gonna try and, like, poison him or, like, jab him with a little, like, needle or anything like that, he's he's out of there. Like, he's so fast, like, he's either gonna, like, zip out of range or he's just gonna, like, grab Batman by the wrist and just, like, apply enough pressure just to, like, break the wrist so Batman can't poison him. Yeah. Wait, there is one other way Batman could win. One other way? He could use the Dragon Balls himself. I wish Goku was on the sun. (laughs) I think a better question is, could Batman beat Krillin? Yes. Maybe. (laughs) It's it's closer. It's closer, yeah. No. No, probably not though, right? Well, he could definitely beat the crap of Yamcha. Yeah. He's a, that's an easy target, man. That's an easy target, yeah. Uh, Krillin, I can see, is more plausible, but still... It's, it's still not. Still not great. Yeah. Uh, anyone post-Krillin, like Tien or Piccolo? No. No, 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 no. Um, it's not so much that I have an idea as to how this work would work. I, just, I would like to see a great comics writer... Someone who can get weird too, like maybe like Grant Morrison. Oh yeah, I, I look to see Grant Morrison given the task of write the story where Batman beats Goku. I, I would would s- like to, I would like to see a Batman versus the that kills kills the Marvel universe kind of like the Deadpool did. <laughs> yeah, only non lethally takes everyone down. Batman knocks everyone out. <laughs> also, that sounds like a children's he, book. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of getting just a bit sick of Batman. Yeah. For that reason, like, the Batman fanboys are just so hardcore that the writers will just write Batman being able to fucking beat anything and anyone. And I'm just like, no, fucking stop. The best Batman stories are the ones where he's earned those victories. Yeah. But they'll always find a way to make I him know. earn the victory. Like, Batman doesn't lose. And that just fucking gets... One of my favorite like, Batman storylines... That, that's why I didn't, like... I've never liked Superman. Because I always saw him as too powerful. Like, mm. even with these ridiculous villains, like... Yeah. He's just so powerful that he comes out on top. Like, Goku takes some fucking beatings. He also spends half the series training constantly. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas Superman just shows up and wins. And Batman just, like still finds a way to beat Superman and in like the Dark Knight metal fucking series where the entire like multiverse is about to collapse on itself and like all the other major superheroes are being beaten to death who saves the day fucking Batman Batman defeats God one of my favorite Batman stories is when he got his back broken and he's out of the story for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, though, I, Nightfall I is one of, like Nightfall's one of the best Batman stories, and like 
I just don't like how Batman is just put up on this pedestal where he's just infallible, basically, and... Yeah, DC is going to burn us out with him. I'm already burnt out from Batman. Totally fair. And that, that's the thing, like, he would, like, if you had a story, Batman versus Goku... I know Batman would come out on top, even though right now thinking about it, it makes no logical sense at all. Screw Attack did a um, death battle, I'm pretty sure. I think it was Screw Attack, where it was Batman versus the Black Panther. And when they said that the Black Panther would win, I scrolled down and started reading the credits, and people were losing their fucking mind. To be fair, I hate Screwtack's death battles because they're not actually that well researched, but as a Batman fan, him versus Black Panther is a 50-50 shot in my opinion. I think Black Panther would take that one. Fair enough. Like, they, like, countered every argument. Like, people were in the comments, like, they were countering every argument the Batman fanboys had. Like, what if Batman brought this armor? And they were like, well... Black Panther has a similar armor that he used to fight the Hulk. Exactly. Hmm. What if Batman used this? Black Panther has something similar like this. Basically, like, all the resources Batman has, T'Challa also has, except T'Challa has superhuman abilities on top of that. Like, T'Challa's, like, part of the Illuminati. He's one of, like, seven smartest heroes in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Yeah. And, but the bet, like, no matter what evidence you posted, being like, this is why T'Challa would be Batman, like, the Batman fanboys would not concede. You want to know how bad it is with Batman at times, though? One of my favorite Batman characters is Cassandra Kane, who is supposed to be the best martial artist in the DC universe, who became Batgirl. The DC fanboys of Batman. Batwoman. Uh,. I think she right now is just called. She was Black Bat for a while, actually. But uh, well, I've mostly known her as Bat Woman because Barbara Gordon's Bat Girl. You know, she was the third Bat Girl, actually. Okay. But um, anyway, she could beat up Batman in a fight because she's better trained than him. The Batman fanboys didn't like that, and she's one of my favorite Batman characters and one of my favorite comic book characters. Period. But he's like, no, no, he can't lose a fight. He's like, no, he can lose a fight, but he can still... He's still, you know, the better detective than her in examples. But Tim Drake is also a better detective than Batman. But he's yeah. not, not a better fighter than Batman. That's the thing I like about Batman. He's supposed to be, the, an, a, you know, master of... Uh, uh, the term is not... I can't say the term off the top of my head, but he's the a jack-of-all-trades master of none. That's what Batman's yeah. supposed to be. He's supposed to be the best jack-of-all-trades, master of none. And the Bat family is supposed to have a master of one thing and good of other things. Yeah. That's what I like about them. But no, people keep wanting to make Batman Gary Stu. Does no wrong. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they get so, like, toxic in their defense of Batman that I... Yeah, I don't... Part of the character. I don't blame you. I mean, one of my other favorite Batman uh, storylines is Batman Beyond, where Bruce is too old to do shit. Yeah. (laughs) 
Speaking of too old to do shit, uh, I recently found out that the Saiyans age incredibly slowly. Like, by age 80, they'll still look like they're in a prime. Oh. That's really unfair, in my opinion. They get stronger every time they lose. They get stronger if they overeat. They get stronger just from fighting in general. And they don't age. I think to tie it all back in, that is basically the story of Dragon Ball Z. It's just one-upping yep. constantly yep. until you, you're you're literally fighting gods and you can't you can't one-up any further. They're at least keeping the gods on a higher plane. Like they're yeah. oh, we've reached godly key. Yeah, I was holding back because if I didn't, this yeah. entire quadrant goes away in the universe. Yeah. Oh, that's not fair. I still want to fight you, Lord Beerus. Why? Like, they're actually... That's the story in Dragon Ball right now, is Goku's lust for combat, he's getting not only his universe, but the multiverse in trouble. Because once you start knocking on the doors of gods, there's gotta be repercussions. Yeah. And Super's like, yeah, there's repercussions. Um, so I guess that's a decent play, place to uh, call it an episode, but this, this... Oh, I actually wanted to ask my question. Oh, yeah, sorry. One more uh, question. If you guys could pick one guy from Dragon Ball Z to teach you fighting techniques, who would you pick? Oh. Hmm. Roshi. Ha! <laughs> yes. I would also pick Roshi, because everyone else probably would have way too intensive training. Like, Piccolo's idea of training is to throw you at a mountain. Hmm. Vegeta's. Hey, you're going to train with me in this... 500 times Earth gravity. Hope you enjoy shitting at your bones. Oh, God. Um, oh, his name's not coming to me. Um, from the... Uh, the the chubby guy who's always hiding and eating. Um, Yajirobe? Yajirobe. Yeah, Yajirobe. Yajirobe seems like my kind of training regimen. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that seems more on my level. If not uh, Roshi, I would actually pick Whis from the movie. From okay. Dragon Ball Super. He's, uh, he teaches a god how to fight, but he's so freaking relaxed. Nice. It's nice. And he tends to know people's actual weaknesses. Like, oh, you, you are... Goku, you're too relaxed. Vegeta, you're way too high-strung. Yeah. Take lessons from each other. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think that's a decent place to end it for now because this this can of worms <laughs> that we've opened has has to go on for more episodes. In yeah, the it does. Whether it's the Dragon Ball series, more Dragon Ball Z, we go to Super maybe. Mm. Uh, Some of the movies. The movies. I mean, there's there's so much. I I think if you're gonna talk Dragon Ball Z, like it's so deep, you almost need to break it down uh, saga by saga. Yeah, that was the original plan for this episode, but there was just too much to talk it, about. That became more of the introduction, so yeah. later on we'll do the Saiyan Saga, yeah. Frieza, Cell, and Boo and whatnot. Yeah. We'll, we'll go with the original plan, but actually do it. <laughs> this I enjoyed this. This was just this kind was of fun. This a, was a fun. loose chat about Dragon Ball Z. Uh, and this conversation will continue over into the season finale of Jedi Dropouts. That we're all we're all hyped up on on uh, on the on the nerd fuel now. We can <laughs> we can really get into it. Wee! Um, hyped up on boogers and Mountain Dew. Fuck yeah! Ew, Mountain Dew. I'll think of crab juice. Um, that that's an argument we're gonna have. Uh, so uh, thanks, James, for. I don't know if Ryan understood that Simpsons reference. I don't oh, think he did. I didn't at all. Uh, well, I'll explain it to you when you're <laughs> okay. older. Okay. I, I, hey, 
Uh, wait till next year. I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into The Simpsons in 2019. It's like my New Year's resolution is just to watch The Simpsons finally. Um, thanks, James, for uh, coming on and talk about anime. It's not like I had a choice. No, you didn't. Good work, Shenron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so thanks everybody for listening to us uh, geek out about anime all year. It's been a fun <coughs> fucking time. I'm really glad I, I I got to join you guys. Yeah, I I'm glad I'm glad you did. Um, Broaden some horizons. Yeah, and we're nowhere near finished this shit. Um, as always, you can listen to other episodes of Final Form, Jedi Dropouts, Hyper Battle, and whatever else we fucking come up with over at www.jedidropouts.podbean.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, stay tuned for Season 2 of Final Form coming sometime in the new year. We're not sure when yet. And uh, make sure you go listen to Jedi Dropouts to hear the continuation of this conversation. Although it's not anime related at all. Um, and yeah, I guess that's it. What, what do you guys want to do now? Want to go... I say we go eat a giant stack of rice yeah. and like dump dumplings and whatnot. Let's, let's go eat a solid metric ton of rice. Yeah, that'll that'll improve all of our combat abilities. We'll we'll be so ready to fight then. Yeah. This has been a Jedi Dropouts production.